Hey everybody, thanks for coming out. Tonight Zero brought to you by Osiris Media. My name's Matt, I work for Osiris. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm just gonna get right to it. Will you please welcome from Osiris and the Helping Friendly Podcast, Brian Brinkman and Jonathan Hart. How's everybody doing? Welcome to Night Zero, the Larimer Lounge. My name is Brian Brinkman. Here with my good friend, Mr. Jonathan Hart. How are you doing tonight, John? I'm great. I am excited. This is my first time in Denver. Ever? Ever. My goodness. I know. It's weird, right? Do you feel high? I feel elevated. Elevated. I like that. I'm more of a sea level guy. (laughs) So... So we are so stoked for tonight. We've got an excellent, excellent band that is going to be coming on stage here in a few minutes to talk with us. We're going to do a short interview, and then they're going to play a set. That is Taper's Choice, a band that we both have been listening to a ton. I hope you have been listening to a ton, and uh, we're going to hear an awesome set from. Yeah, um, I'm psyched. I'm like crazy psyched, so psyched I can't look at my script or really even think about what it has to say. We are going to talk to them and hear about how they do, what they do, why they do what they do. Is that a thing? That's a thing we'll ask, right? Where they do what they do. Where they do what they do. Well, they're going to do it right here as soon as we let them. Uh, The band is Dave Harrington on guitar, Alex Bleeker on bass, keyboardist Zach Tenorio Miller, and drummer Chris Thompson. Each of them, they have, you know, they all come from different bands. Uh, many of you probably know these other bands, but this is not really just a, sci- a, a side project. This is like a pretty for real thing, and they haven't been at it for very long. I've been doing this for about eight months. They've put out a bunch of shows. They have taperschoice.net, which if you are going to Dick's tomorrow, you know about .net sites, and <laughs> they have modeled it directly after it in an incredible way. Um, Before we get to the interview, we do want to do some thanks here. First and foremost, thank you to all of you for coming out on Night Zero. Who all here is going to fish tomorrow night? And woo! Thank you all for taking some time to come and see some more live music. We also want to thank our hosts here, the Larimer Lounge, specifically. Yeah, give them a round. Give them a round. Awesome rock venue. All right. We want to thank Brooks Brown, Amber Delisle, and Danielle Munoz for helping us put this show on. Please tip those bartenders. Yeah, please do. Um, Also, uh, we want to thank our friends at Book Plus who are doing video tonight. Uh, You may have seen their video of the tapers or the Choice Fest from uh, not too long ago because they haven't been around long enough for it to be long ago. Uh, They're great stuff and great folks. Especially want to thank Kevin Hogan who's back there handling the merch tonight for the band. Good guy. Thank you all. Shout out to the great Wint. We want to thank the incredible Osiris Media team for helping us put this show together. Tonight we have both myself and Jonathan here. We've also got Drew Dangelo, Matt Dwyer, and Christina Collins. All of them are in in attendance. They all work tirelessly to make Osiris podcasts happen and make these live events happen. 
They're incredible people, they work really hard, and we're so stoked to have them all here as a mini reunion for us at Osiris. Yeah, they're also like really nice folks, so if you see them, say hi. Um, we have a few sponsors we want to thank. Do you want to thank our sponsors? I do. Okay. Cannabis Depot is Colorado's favorite dispensary, offering flour from the top growers in the state. They're going to be hosting us as well tonight, as well as the next four afternoons at The Lot. We are going to be set up podcasting, jamming tunes from 3.30 to 5.30 each night. Come and hang out with us. Who else we got? Uh, you guys listen to HFPod at all, any of you? Okay, so you... you prob- Quite captivating. Captivating. You probably don't need to hear me tell you about Sunset Lake CBD. We love their product. We love them. You can um, check them out at sunsetlakecbd.com. There's a new coupon code for you. It's Fish Dicks. You will get 50% off all products, so that's pretty bad. From 50-5-0. Don't sleep on that. We've also got our friends at Passion House Coffee. We are powered no. by a few things here at Osiris, right? Music. Music. Live music. Especially. More music. Usually. And coffee. Absolutely. Please visit passionhousecoffee.com to get the Ocean of Osiris, our own blend with Passion House, as well as other coffee from them. All their coffee that I've had is amazing. Use code OSIRIS for free shipping on every order. Every order? Every order. There you heard it. It's confirmed. All right, what else we got? Anything else? We have lots of thanks. We did, we, we did all the other stuff in the script. We want to tell you a little bit about Taper's Choice, give you an idea who this <laughs> band is before we bring them out on stage. Yes. So above all else, and this is very, very important, Taper's Choice is a band that you, you and you can depend on. Also you. Also you. That guy right there. Their first show, as we noted, was just over eight months ago at Gold Diggers in East Hollywood. It's comprised of, as Jonathan said, Dave Harrington of Darkside, Alex Bleeker of Real Estate, Chris Thompson of Vampire Weekend, and Zach Tenorio Miller of Arc Iris. Each member brings their own background to play, but so much of this music is driven by the jam and compositions that they write. It's incredible stuff. Right. I mean, these guys, they, uh, they compose intense music. They write good songs. They jam on stage. And, uh, you know, it just feels like a band that's been together forever with that kind of chemistry. And they also inject it all with a good bit of humor, which is kind of fun. I don't mean they stand up here telling jokes, but, you know, look at their song titles you know, read their Twitter. You should definitely read their Twitter. Um, they're great. They're great. They combine some of our favorite jam bands with some forward-thinking music that we absolutely love. We're going to go ahead here. We want to bring the guys from Taper's Choice out on stage so that we can do an interview them. Give them a big round of applause. Taper's Choice. Louder, louder. Come on. I think, I think they heard you. Woo! 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 Here we are, behind you. Yeah, this is a little... Here I am in front of you. Happy to be behind you? Yes. (laughs) How you guys doing? Oh, a little loopy, but really, really good. Did you guys do L.A., New York, Denver? We were were in L.A. rehearsing for the big gig, and then uh, we were in New York City Jam Hollywood yesterday. Um, Flew really early this morning. Made it, you know? And now we're here here in Jamtopia. USA. 
Very so, excited. I'm going to stand over here so I can I can see you. You can, you can and, sit on my JC if you want. Uh, I I would be honored. I really want one of these amps, but I will I will never have one. It's a rental. Oh, even better. <laughs> so I think the first question that we want to ask you guys is. You guys started jamming. You've been playing for about eight, eight months together. How long did it take for you guys to realize that you had something really special from a jamming standpoint? Well, honestly, I think Dave is the progenitor out of the four of us as he sent the email to Alex and I of like, should we start a jam band? What's going on here? What are we doing? <laughs> you know what's really funny is like, I, you get a lot of texts like that when you're like, musicians and when you're especially you know like we're all here so we're in this kind of like community of people who like sure. the same kind of music so it's just like it's like oh yeah like for me I was like yeah we should cool idea you know and then like <laughs> I got a call one day because uh, maybe it's a little too personal but I these guys live in LA and I live up north in California and I got a call and I was like I think it was from Chris and it was like Dave, Dave and I were jamming man so um, the, my answer to this question is before all of us played together I think there was already a vibe like Chris was like Dave and I were jamming and like I think it's good, dude. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, it's COVID. Like, he's like, I think, when can you be in LA? Like next week? Can you? Like, it was like the urgency of it was like, and it was one of those things where I was like, I really had no time to be in LA, but I was like, sure. fuck, this sounds like I got to go down. And like, you know, and I don't know why I'm saying I had no time. I was like sitting at home every day doing nothing, but you know, felt that way. We kept ourselves busy during that Yeah, time. exactly. Right. Had a lot of TV to watch, you know. Yeah, so it's so much top shelf television these days. Exactly. You know, who needs yep. to leave the house? I mean, really. Um, so you guys, you know, Brian mentions the jamming, we keep talking about the jamming, but there's also composition and songwriting, and so I'd like to ask a bit about where those are coming from, process-wise. Is it a collaborative thing? Who's writing what? Any of that? You want to shed some light? all of the ways you could imagine, they've sort of all come about. Some have been, some have been one person bringing, like, a complete thing. Some have been a very small idea that's been fleshed out by all four of us. Some of, like all of sort of the different permutations I think have, have come to pass. And some, like the Dave test, started as an idea for the song, like the title of like, we should have the Dave <laughs> test and where it's yes or no. And then you write the song after that. And then it, just, then it just flows from there. We have a room that we like to go to sometimes called the chord room. And uh, that's, that's where we like to, to work it out together, you know? It's where the magic happens. Yeah, and we're yeah, due back in the courtroom pretty soon, I'd say. We're overdue for some courtrooming. Yeah. yeah. Very good. One of the things that defines you guys is your online presence. And there's a sense of parody, there's a sense of humor that's like jabbing at jam bands while also embracing the jam world. I'm curious, yeah. like, where did that come from? Is that just like a natural aspect of you guys' personality? Is that something you guys felt you needed to like compete? I think on the it jam comes band from stage? I think it comes from a, a deep love of jam bands and jam fans, to be honest, because that's who we all are, no? We're, um, yeah. we're also, just a round of applause. <laughs> you guys are fans. jam fans, right? There we go. There you go. I mean, we're just like, earn, you know, there's not, we're just part of the conversation in the way that we, we feel like we always have been, but it's just now that we have a band to do it with, I guess, but like, we're, you know, the easiest way to say it is like, we're, we're just jamming on there, whether, whether it's on Twitter or on the stage, we're kind, of, we're kind of just jamming out. Just endless jam. We're just jamming, you know. Does the, does the, the, does the parody, the, the joking, does it end on stage, or does it come to, to the stage? Does it pass the Dave all, test? We've, we've, I think, already achieved the singularity. There is no parody, there is no... It's all, it's all the jam. It is all one. It's the jam. Yeah. It's all one thing. 
So are there um, specific jam bands that you look for for inspiration? And more importantly to me, I want to know, like, maybe your first experience seeing a band improvise. Any band could be a jam band if they jam, right? I mean, I, I grew up like as, a ja like as a jazz kid, and then I found my way to the Beacon Theater and Phil and Friends and Allman Brothers once I was in high school, but I've, I, the first, I have like a very vivid memory of going to the Village Vanguard and seeing Lonnie Smith play organ when I was like wow. seven or eight years old and like sitting under the organ and just being like this, that, whatever that is, that's what I, I need that in my life. You know that story about how Donna Jean was under the piano? I was thinking about that. That, that, was, that was, I was Dave that under, under the yeah. organ. I've got a great yeah. outtake from the Broke Down yeah. pod where she yeah. tells me about that. <laughs> um, you know, like, yeah, I, when, when you first said that, I was kind of like, I feel like the first time I felt the magic of that, like literally, I'm a fish fan. I'll, I'll, you know, I think it's pretty obvious. Let's come clean. But, Let's you know, come like, clean. Like, I'm, a, I'm a fish fan. Thank you for admitting like, it. You know, I, my friends and I, without any context or anything, and I don't know if anyone else in this room had this experience or anybody listening, but like, we used to like do vocal jams with each other. Like, <laughs> like, like before we found weed or whatever. You know what I mean? It'd be like standing around like middle school and be like, somebody's like, like kind of like stomp out loud is, is, is popular in the modern culture and somebody's like moving their Coke can like, and like, we're like, I'm jamming with my friends and I, I can like really trace it back to that, am I crazy? Am I the only one who did that? Did anybody have that experience? Wait, was that? Like, like, a, like a vocal, like a like a sudden vocal jam cipher with your twelve-year-old. Was buddies? that inspired by by Yem or no? no? Like, oh, so pre so that, pre, I thought, like, oh, just okay. like that would be a thing that would happen. We'd just be like, yeah, and now we're and like and then you know that gave way to maybe I was just ready for it. Like I'll I'll just like date myself and tag myself here. Like I got into fit. You know, somebody like tossed me a copy of a live one in two thousand. And then, like, first hiatus hit. Like, they were still active, and I was, like, checking set. I was on nugs.net. You know, I was there. Remember when it was just the, like, background of the uh, fractal or whatever? And it was, like, widespread panic. Click. You know? <laughs> but, like, <Yes. laughs> uh, and I was, like, man, fish broke up. Like, it was, like, devastating. Or, like, they weren't, you know, whatever. It happened. And I saw, just to answer the, like, what was the first, like, this culture of jam band show I saw, I went to see a really early, I don't even know if it was called Tab, like, Trey Anastasio, Roseland Ballroom was my first time, like, seeing Trey, and, like, Paige came out and did First Tube for the Encore, and I was, like, nice. I was hooked on, this probably answers one of the, the last questions, but I was, I was hooked on the music, like, obviously, baseline, the, the music got me there, but I was hooked on the community, like, I was a kid, I was really a kid, and I was, like, this is crazy, like, where, you know, I, went, I was like in geometry the next day being like, nobody knows where I've been. But like, and I was like, and like for better or for worse, like now I'm that guy, but like some 40 year old was like, man, you should have been here in 94, man, this sucks. Like, you know, like. And, Sorry about that, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that, that answers kind of the question, but yeah. It's a pretty good answer. Um, that, that was my, anybody you know, else I was off to it? the races from there. I think. Well, I'll go, but then I also I want to give Zach a chance to speak because he is sort of, um, I think, very, to, to all of our betterment, he's a little bit of a dissenting voice in this. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> or he might just let the keys speak, you know, his music speak for itself. Um, I think the moment that I, that the improvisation, but also like live music and community in, in a very similar way was an Allman Brothers show in 99, August of 99, actually right around, right around this time of the year. 
uh, at PNC Bank Art Center. I don't know what it's called now. Homedale. Homedale, baby. Uh, and there, the encore song, just like Derek took just this solo that I remember just like, what is this? I like, I didn't, re- you know, I'd heard the classic rock radio staples of almonds, but didn't really know. Went with my dad, and just this one song, I remember just being like, holy shit, this is tight. And then sort of from there, it was a very slippery and steep slope. And just for the record, to also date myself, but so a little bit of supremacy from Alex, I did catch one 1.0 show. There you go. So I caught one in 2000. There you go. It's a bunch of noobs here, but you were there. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> 2.0 noob. I'll just say for the record before we move on, my, my first show was uh, 1231.02. So I, I, was, I, was, I was back on as, as that quickly as That was my second show. As quickly that was as my possible. second show. Yeah, yeah. It's a way to be on point. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Zach. Um, I've, I've never had a, a jam phase or, you know, I'm sorry. But I will say that... Or no, he's just entering it now, I think. I am. More this the... is my introduction. Thank you for doing Welcome. That. Are, you, are you giving him tapes? What's that? Are you giving him tapes? We're, we're trying. Yeah. We're doing I don't have thing. a tape Get player. Him there. Get in there. Um, I just feel like the first thing you do as a musician when you're young, you're 11, 12, is you just want to jam. Like, you, you find your friends and you want to play music with them. You know, whether that's a jam band or whatever, you know, you just like, you're like, I know Inagata DeVita, let's play that for 45 minutes. And, and it's terrible. And, and, you so know, it's a short version. The short version. <laughs> or Sunshine of Your Love or whatever. So that, that's sort of my, my introduction to the jam world. But I've always been a huge fan of jazz and of um, progressive rock. King Crimson being a big one of them, and, and uh, there's a huge improv element to that, and that, that to me is really what kind of gets me off um, Zappa, but another one. I also have an argument that after we were going to play later today, it's not just a speaking engagement, um, that you... Hold this up for the right, conversation. If you, you guys watch Zach play, and then you tell me if, he's, if he likes jamming or not. I mean, that's, I feel like the, the proof is there. Like, you Whether know, he knows it or admits it or not, it's there. <laughs> You know, I, very Zach, deeply. Zach just made me think of like, yeah, it is like when you're, it's probably some people in the room who play music, like, yeah, when you're first getting together, you just want to jam. Also, if you've ever bought any piece of musical gear off a of Craigslist, I feel like someone's like, so what are you doing? You want to jam? Or, you know, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so it's, it, it's in there, you know? Well, you know, I, I purposefully asked that about improvisation because not everybody came up as a jam band fan, but improv, it takes many forms. But then you listed all these bands, King Crimson and Zappa, which are prime influences for Fish. So I'm sure you'll have a good time the next four nights at Dick's. So. Right? Right? We're, st- We're still trying to get this guy to his first show. Okay. Someday. <laughs> It'll happen one day. But I'll be there, man. There's one tomorrow night. <laughs> just so you know. There's one tomorrow night? Oh, one oh tomorrow my night. God. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just down the road. How fortuitous. I, I have an early flight. <laughs> yeah, who's got, got an extra? Anyone have? Um, so... Uh, you kind of touched into this a little bit, but how often are you guys writing songs? You have plans to do maybe a proper, quote-unquote, studio record, maybe? I think eventually. I don't know if we can announce this on stage, but there's going to be a Taper's Choice retrospective coming pretty soon. That might be our first vinyl release. Well, you know, because we, we, we've... Uh, you know, we, we, we've got a series of uh, releases already called the Choice Tapes series. Uh, we're up to four now, and uh, we might we might have to start looking backwards pretty soon. Uh, but yeah, the future is wide open. And and the, to the answer the first question, when we're like writing perpetually, like we've got a we've got a text chain going. There's tons of voice memos in there. We're like we're always writing new tunes. We're 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 overdue to like nail some of them down, but constantly, <laughs> you know. 
They're a little squirrely. They get away from you. You've all well, got schedules well, and other gigs, right? So. To that point, like the choice tapes you guys have released for them thus far, you've taken like two different approaches with them. Initially, it was live releases. I think, Dave, you were adding some jamming over the top of that. And then one of them was from, I think, the Big Sur, Big Sur Show. How do you guys see that series kind of evolving over the next couple of months and years? I think there's, we've had a lot of ideas. Some are better than others <laughs> in terms of how to keep it forward. But I think for as long as we want to do it, uh, we think of it as sort of a, a, very, a very versatile vessel for whatever we want it to be. I think because print up 100 cassettes, <laughs> you put it on Bandcamp, and there it is. You know, it's, and, and I think there's an, an immediacy to it, um, both from sort of taking improv stuff and having it out in a slightly more polished and I call it a Harrington concrete fashion. Um, but uh, I think, yeah, I could, we've had uh, tons of ideas. I think maybe we won't even say too many of them because they might, some might happen. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, th I think that's like a very open and as such a very appealing just thing to have is that we have a crazy idea that can reach 40-ish minutes. All right, let's do it. I mean, I think that's kind of the whole thing is we, we have a crazy idea and then let's do it. That's kind of like one of the like ethos of this band is like, you know, if you're just like joking or it's like, it's like, let's actually do these things that we think are cool ideas. Let's not just sure. say them, you know? And, and the other ethos is like, it's a group thing. It's participatory, you know? It's like everybody that's here is welcome to be a part of this to whatever degree that they want to be and that and people have been so far even in this like very small way which is like that's super fun that's like that's what makes it fun you know I, I think the fun comes through in the music so that's working Brian do you think we should go to the rapid fire bit so we have a rapid fire segment okay are you guys ready yeah this is right. yes or no but you can describe your answer if you want okay, okay. is this for all of us or just one of us the floor is open every single person yes or no we're doing a rapid fire dave test okay we want to know if these if these things pass the dave test but it's okay. not we're but it's not you're just dave doing the are you the dave or are we the daves you are the daves <laughs> collectively you are collectively the daves. Daves. we are the daves okay at the same time is this like a simultaneous we answer you guys are working in unity or well, whatever Dave, feels right. We're gonna we're gonna break break apart the band based on the answers here. Technically speaking, the Dave test isn't great for the audio medium because it's more of a, a visual, visual, it's a visual thing. thing. You know what? Why don't, I've got an idea. Yeah. Why don't we Why don't we let Dave be the person to see if each one of these is the Dave test, and he could he could signal it with his customary thumb, uh -huh. and I can tell the the listeners at home whether interpret. the thumb is up or down. Do you guys that cool with you guys? That works. Okay. We can do that. Okay. So, so that feels more a like, true a true Dave test. Yeah. A true yeah. Dave test. I can yeah. tell you. The first I'll one's going to be you know, weird. Yeah. The first one's going to be a little hard for Dave. No, maybe maybe probably easy for him. Does Dave pass the Dave test? <laughs> He's, we got a non-committal okay. answer, no thumb up. Or, oh, the oh, thumb is up. The thumb, thumb is up. The thumb is up. <laughs> okay. Uh, does 80s Grateful Dead pass the Dave test? Very fast. Yes. Thumb is up. There we go. Yes, More it does. than himself, actually. Brand. You guys have been Indeed. here for only a couple hours. Does Denver pass the Dave test? Big thumbs up. All right. Do, do mini discs pass mini. the Dave Ooh. test? Oh, we got oh, a thumbs up. Our, no. our first no. Wow, I mean, yeah. I'm nostalgic for the medium myself, but only Dave, you know, this is Dave here. See, I knew we'd get kind of a mixed response yeah, from the yeah, group. Yeah. But, you know. I'm afraid only Chris is going to know the answer to this one because he's the only one who's seen a 1.0 show, but we'll ask you. 
Oof. Do goo balls. Rub it in. Rub it Do in. Do goo balls pass the Dave test? <laughs> Ganja goo balls. What's that is a very valid answer. Uh, that came from Zach, for the record. Goo balls pass the Dave test. All right. I, I, who am I to take a good time I, away from somebody? I had a anyway. tough time. I had a tough time at a SPAC show. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> you who, me, but whom amongst it. us, I yeah. dare say, has it, not had a tough time at it, a SPAC it show? A tough um, t- it was tough. <laughs> now, this is a good one to ask because it's just a thumbs up. No naming names. Do any jam bands not pass the Dave Ooh. test? Oh, so like... Up would be yes, and down would Some, be no. Yeah, and, and any. That's like, so like, you know. Yeah. All, does that mean all... The thumb is down for the listeners at home, but I'm trying to like... The syntax of the thing is like, do any bands not pass the Dave test? The answer is... No, so they all do pass the Dave test. <laughs> it's a double negative here. Oh, now he's switched. So, so there are some. Dave says that some bands don't pass the Dave test. You know he was, what? I, he was I, being I very diplomatic, yeah. and now he's being very yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, Wait, in that question, is jam bands one word or two word? Because that's sort of an important distinction. <laughs> On this piece of paper, they are one word. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, jam bands two words is a whole other genre. It's a different thing. We'll be doing that podcast tomorrow night. Uh, no, we won't. We got one more question for you guys. This is a very important one. Okay. And we are going to go off stage. We're More important than Taper's the Goo Balls Play some music here. Can we hear some noise about Taper's Choice here in a couple <laughs> minutes? All right, this is the biggest jam band question of them all. <laughs> when are you adding an additional percussionist? Mm. I mean, anybody... We got, already did. We Mar- did it once. Mar- Queen, is Queen o- Mark Quinones available? Is, uh, <laughs> does anybody in the crowd have a djembe? <laughs> if you go out front and shout loud enough, will there, just somebody will I, run I, I have to say, um, tomorrow night will be my first, my first dick show. I'm a, I'm a dick snoob. Me too. I've, Me too. I've, I've always wanted to go, and so I'm really, really just thrilled. That's the you know, reason I'm standing here right now. And, uh, and uh, is, are there drum circles? Because I feel like, is, are, are drum circles in the lot still happening? I haven't seen one since 2.0. I haven't seen one since 2.0, but like... What's the, you know, There's like, a big shakedown, like a big yeah. shakedown where anything happens. And drum circles. It's like you well went back to 1998. Well, catch perfect. me in the drum circle tomorrow, baby. I'll be there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for chatting with us. I understand you guys want to take a few minutes. We're going to take a quick break, back? gather ourselves. We'll come back we'll and take play a quick some break. Music we'll be right back, guys. Thanks we'll for coming out. In. Thank you, guys. 15 minutes. Thank, Thank you, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, we are delighted to be here. Thank you so much for being here with us.
the Dave test. Will it pass the Dave test? Uh-oh. Oh. He's getting into it.
good last year Coasting where it's always clear Now you're wearing gum shoes on your mouth The family dog is nine years old And just beneath the centerfold Stretches having trouble leaving the house It's just walking around on the Walking around on the inside of your mind Walking around on the inside Tinseltown is always gray Go ahead and make my day your next gig is never far away And Jennifer is lost again Twenty bucks and a new boyfriend He wants to rent a room to do some modeling It's just walking around on the inside Walking around on the inside of your mind Walking around on the inside Walking around on the inside of your mind
Zachary Tenorio Miller, ladies and gentlemen.
Kevin, this is gonna sound crazy, but I could take some more I could take some more bass up here, just the high end stuff, just so I can hear it. It's a loud stage. Uh that's Mr. Dave Harrington on the electric guitar.
I could have more, more vocal would be wonderful. How are you guys doing out there? It's hard to see you. You still here with us? You feel good. <laughs> This is our Colorado debut, so thank you very much for being here with us.
Dead hitting flowers in the inner still a morning. Lilac palace in your hand. The only ruins of a distant generation. Nothing left but a name upon the land. It's such a shame when they ruin your garden. It's such a pity when the day is done. All along it was a lie, it was a weakness. All along it was a setting sun.
I haven't looked at a clock, but I think we got time for one more in our official set at least. Like we said, this is our first show in Colorado, but we hope it's the first of many, so we hope you'll have us back. Thanks to Osiris for having us out at the Lerma Lounge. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks to all of you. What a pleasure. I'm going to say play Red Rocks? <laughs> sure. We're down. We got, what, like 200 people here? That'll fill out like a 20th of it. Absolutely down, though. Yes, please, please.
Thank you guys so much. We've been Taper's Choice. Thank you very much for coming. Okay, we'll do a quick one. We'll do a quick one. We love you so much. Thanks for coming to our show. This really means the world to us, you know. Thanks a lot. We got one last tune. This one's called Lick the Toad. A... We'll do a quick lick. That'll lead you to the edge, baby Lay back, enjoy the ride Better hang on while you can For the dream subsides
no expansion, man. It was all you could see. Why did you run from the city if they built it from copper? Would it all turn green? slide if you want to see the world you better turn it on its side then lay back enjoy the ride better hang on while you can for the dream subside now you carry a card from the elders sacred civilizations Ancient chemistry Taking calls with the freaks from the valley Into civilizations Astronomical feet
Osiris. Osiris. Osiris.